Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. It's time for episode 618 of Who Charted, the show where comedians discuss the top five songs and movies of the week. Congratulations, you have passed Checkpoint Pumpkin on the road to summer 2023. I'm your host, H. Michael Cray, a.k.a. Chart Linklater, Howard Kramer. What's up, Starred? How's it going? Happy Halloween. Thank this, you so or, much. You know, how was your Halloween, I should say? Um, it was semi-uneventful, um, okay. but I do have a story, and I'm going to tell it to you on to Charted. Charted. <laughs> That's right awesome. On. Well, we can. And, well, if you want to hear that story, make sure you subscribe on WhoChartedPod.com. There you go. We're already we're already uh, upselling listeners on the free feed, but right on. That's where you got to go. Well, you were a bored ape. I know we're going to get that story too yeah. on Two Charted, but great costume. You texted Thank me you. that it was no <laughs> store bought generic costume. It was like you know you could tell the love went into it. Oh yeah, you, Thank it was you. Like thanks for noticing. It was a, like a crafty. Wes Anderson, a Wes Anderson like attention to detail. Hell yeah, I like hearing that. Yeah, um, we'll talk about that. And uh, congratulations, you didn't eat any spiked candy or anything like that? No, I almost wish. I was like hoping for like, like I went to a couple parties, but it was like hoping for more wildness or something oh, okay. to happen. You know what I mean? All right. But I mean, like, you didn't nothing, you know, malicious. Nobody put a razor blade in your apple. No, no like fentanyl, that. no razor blades. Uh, right on. You know, just standard uh alcohol congrats on that hey we actually got some uh bad news came in today and some other stuff earlier mm. in the week but r.i.p to take off from migos we lost Man. him uh he was at a bowling alley party in houston and uh, he got shot down there oh my god um 28 years old and how about, I mean, Migos, we've been talking about them for a long time, since probably 2015, 2016. We've been talking about them almost weekly, uh, right? Yeah, you the called show. them like the Beatles of hip hop at one point or something like that. Like, yeah. I mean, they were like a big deal. Yeah, they called themselves that too, bad and yeah. bougie. But uh, hey, we got to get our guest in to talk about these topics. For sure. Here he comes now. Bo, 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 you bo, know bo. him? 
From as a bro bro on Instagram and from his appearance, his right here on Who Charted, super funny and hilarious, Brody Reed. That's right. I'm back. Funny and hilarious. What's up, my boys? Good to see you. I missed you. Good to have you back. Missed you too. You guys hyper off that candy. I know I am. Yeah, yeah. What were you eating? What was the, your main uh, go-to? Man, everything. Um, three Musketeers. Get, getting the nougat nice. in there. Getting, get, nougat. getting, getting some nougat. almond joys. <laughs> I eat a lot of grandma uh, candies. Pass. <laughs> pass. Right you on. like the coconut? <laughs> I do. I do like Unfortunately, coconut. I do, yeah. I, I do not. You guys can have those. <laughs> hey, Peter, Paul, almond joys got nuts. Mounds don't. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? <laughs> You guys are too young. No, I remember that. Okay. Yeah. Hey, uh, I was going with uh, Snickers and uh, I was going with uh, Hershey's and I was also going with the adage that it's better to eat more candy than you give away. And uh, Mm. I did that. I basically, I don't get trick or treaters over here. So yeah, it was, it was, you know, I self bought it. I'm never home. I'm out (laughs) trick or treating. I'm out, Damn. I'm out filling your, my bag. <laughs> were you in costume? Uh, I was a Pee Wee Herman for Halloween. Um, oh, nice. I bought a very expensive suit that looks, it's the same pattern as Pee Wee. Um, I went to Zara first. I was like, I'm going to get a way cheaper version of this and couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. None of my yeah. size. So I had to go to Express wow. for Men so, and I found it at Express for Men. Oh, damn. Oh, wow. Wow. Invested. Which place which yeah. place had the faster escalator? Um uh that's that'll be Del Almo Fashion Center <laughs> down in Torrance. Oh wow. Yeah. Damn. Is that still there? You know it. Nice. Staple of the neighborhood. They had the the only Chick-fil-A in town before they put that one on Highland. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I was just um, yeah. talking about this with people like the new world of, of trick or treating is so different that I didn't realize really? the, the new rules. Like apparently now this is why nobody gets trick or treaters anymore. There are like designated streets that all the, the parents know about and like call out officially. And so you all take your kids to just those streets. That's there lame. are rules. The rules oh, you get otherwise, up front. if you just go to some random street, there just won't be any houses available. So, well, like, I guess it's just like they feel like that might be riskier or it's like political, harder or whatever. It's just like right. now there's like de- almost like it designated neighborhoods known through social media or neighborhood apps. Like these are the streets you go to. Yeah, or just parents like talking, you know. And then right. um, I mean, if you're then, not scouting your neighborhood for the houses you want to hit the day before, anyway, you're not even really trick or treating. Right. Mean. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Exactly. Case but the like, joint. We used to just. You know, do a little recon. We used yeah. to strategize ourselves as kids, like, okay, which streets do we think might be good? And then you just you just hit those and hope Absolutely. for the best. Go to the yeah. rich neighborhoods. But, yeah. But then they have the parents now, they come out with the tables now on their front yards. Yikes. And they're standing there like, you know, oh, PTA so like meeting a, or something. It's like a block party. They just go with right. tables and you go and to these... Rules right. like okay, every kid gets three pieces of candy as you go down this block. Like there's wow. neighborhood rules, and then the wow. parents take Fascist. all the kids. So it's like you, you got your parents with you now. It's I like know, it just doesn't, trick, doesn't trick it isn't anymore. even on the board anymore. You can't even pretend. 
That's only, yeah. You're right. Hey, you know, um, I saw the parents were walking around with their phones and I was like, well, they could just be on their phones because they're bored or that everybody's just on their phone. But Uh then I was like, it might be that they're going on an app or something to say, like, these are the houses that are actually participating Mm. in Halloween. Like, okay, now we walk over around here and they're doing it. Oh, Oh, yeah. Have you guys downloaded Treater? The new app. Is that it? <laughs> yeah. Treater? You Finder. swipe right on the candy you want? Yeah. yeah. It's basically the same thing as like, uh, what's that next door? <laughs> right. Yeah, next door. So people the thing it. is like, I, I kind of like the lottery system we had as kids where it's like, you don't know if that house is going to chase you off the lawn. Exactly. Right. It's scary. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like, you don't know whether some you're going to run into some bullies and have yeah. to like run away from them. Exactly. It's yeah. like- yeah, it's just like Halloween it's, it's, should be the most actual dangerous night for kids. And I think <laughs> right. they need that <laughs> yeah. to grow yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're scared of them when they come around now. Exactly. I mean, yeah. they might as well be scared of us. And the best you got, which made it even scarier, was like, hey, be be aware that they're putting razor blades in apples. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Go out yeah, there. Yeah, but go out tonight. Yeah, You yeah. go out there. You might encounter some razor blades, but just be careful of that. Yeah, and it's, How, it's yeah, dark you're out. Like, what the fuck? It's dark out, so you might not see the razor blades. <laughs> right. So just take a bite. You know, if it hurts, you know, yeah. spit it out. How great would it be if you like you walked into a haunted house, but like there was no indication it was a haunted house? It was just like it was the, just a nice door kind house. of open. And you're like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a whole crew of people wait for just like three kids to walk in a night, but they give them like the most scary. <laughs> Night ever. That'd be so sick. Right. Yeah. It's a horror. That's the flaw of haunted houses, those ghosts. They should yeah. really like inhabit some nice looking, clean, well lit places. So yeah. you mm-hmm. don't know it's haunted. Exactly. Well, that's what Scare Tactics was all about. I did a few episodes of it and mm. uh one of the best got, shows ever. People got so scared, I'm sure they're still traumatized to this day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, I love good that. To show. Be careful. I'm always like I'm always Amazed that you were on that. Yeah, a lot of fun. Hey, and also uh, one other RIP. This just yes. ties in with Halloween. But they, D- Dead Kennedys has a song called Halloween, and it's about how, um, you know, it everybody. About? It's about uh, <laughs> every um, every 364 days a year, people have their business costumes and their social costumes on. It was an indictment of society. Like, why do you get dressed up on Halloween? You're fake every other day too. A great song. Interesting. But, uh, you had just informed me. I didn't know about this, but RIP to DH Pelegro, the drummer from the dead Kennedys. (laughs) Yeah. Really sad. Really tragic. He just had like, he fell in his house apparently and it killed him. Wow. wow. He's, was mean, he dressed like legend. Humpty Dumpty or anything or <laughs> my a Halloween related act? Oh my God, Brody, too soon. Oh my God. What? Dressed as a Kennedy. Dressed as a Humpty Kennedy. Dumpty died a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> if, you're, if you're in a band called Dead Kennedys, I guess you, it's just like you should expect that people are going to make insensitive jokes about you dying. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Do unto All others. Right, uh, but I'll tell you, I saw them three times. He was the drummer on all three of them. And uh, the word that comes to mind is incendiary. Nice. Ooh. Fucking good word. Just good uh, word. He, he was a, an animal back there. He's and, an animal. Uh, in a really smart band and a, a really cool band to have such a, a powerful, you know, 
off the hinge drummer. Mm-hmm. So he was in the Chili Peppers for like uh, one oh, yeah. period. Yeah, wow. that's right. Yeah, after that, it's like a forgotten. Yeah, that's crazy. Era yeah, they're weird of, period. Of peppers. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the DK the Dead Kennedys were kind of like the Who, and that they had a very like at every position there, there was a great guitarist, great bass mm-hmm. player, great front man, great drummer. So Love very those cool. Bands. Yeah. Oh, Brody's and, got a cat. Yep. Yeah. Whoa, look crawling at that. on him. Boo, how Halloweenish. Yeah. She's not black, but What's, almost. She's she's huh. dark brown. <laughs> what's um what's her name? Space Ghost. Nice. Space Ghost, nice. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Do you have a copy of Space Ghost on DVD? Um, I don't actually. Um oh. they're online, but you know, it's not the same. Oh, they are? <laughs> okay. I've seen a beautiful VIP package. All right. Um, RIP to everybody, and uh, we'll celebrate their music um, as we Absolutely. discuss them throughout yeah. the weeks. Um, and let's um, listen as I wrap the history of recorded music for the music chart. We used to play LPs, eight tracks, cassettes, and CDs. Now we download and we stream. What's next? NFTs, tunes, Dead Kennedys. Oh, there you go. Hey. Run it. Run that back. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, well, what music chart do we have this week? All right. So. Last week, I got to confess, like, I kind of finagled the chart a little bit to avoid all T-Swift. Like, I I, confession. Chart confession. Like, I was honest to the charts, but I I sort of made sure we diversified it a little bit. Yeah, you actually, you you were uh, transparent about that up front. We mentioned that on the show. This week, I think, also just because it's it's a big news story. Uh, we got to just face head on this T-Swift uh, avalanche, mm. okay. which is that uh, Taylor Swift like hit, uh, hit a record apparently this week that she has all 10 slots on the Billboard Whoa. top 10 songs. Wow. Are you serious? <laughs> right. Wow. Which was previously held by, I'm forgetting. <laughs> Someone, oh, Drake. Drake. Drake had Drake. like yeah. nine or something. Yeah, this and probably she, wasn't possible back in the day. It wasn't possible because no. now it's a little bit like gamified, I think, with streaming. Yes. And yeah. uh, they released singles on purpose just to get this kind of. Totally. Yeah, because she had this song, had this album had 13 songs. And like right after she released the album, she dumped another seven songs that she said were made right. on the road to the album. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's just about getting a whole bunch of tracks when the iron is hot, striking one. Yeah, yeah. totally. But anyway, it, I mean, it. she there's no question uh, it's the biggest album drop in a long time. And uh, I have the Spotify chart in front of me, and she's just dominating it with one exception, which we will... Uh, here shortly. Oh, billboard right there. <clears throat> so coming in at number five. Number five. Taylor Swift with Maroon. I see you every day now. This one's got to be about Adam Levine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's number five. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I was dancing with 
Whoa, New York. New York. That could be Gyllenhaal. <laughs> that could be Mayor de Blasio. Oh, man, who is she talking about? <laughs> Rudy Giuliani. Wow, yeah, these Easter eggs. Oh, did, you guys, did you guys see that TikTok of the guy who was um, determining whether or not the tracks on her album yeah. were produced by Jack Antonoff? Yeah, by just by Yes, loved it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. By his fun. hatred of the production style. Sure. Yeah, and that that probably helped these sales too. I mean, it was just oh, yeah. another unintentional viral moment there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he did this whole album, right? I'm pretty sure this uh, is the most first time it. she just used him for the whole thing. Yeah, maybe, maybe most. I think of it's it. like eighty percent. Yeah. That guy was calling out certain tracks that weren't. So mm-hmm. I think there might have been a couple that just they sound like it, but they're not him. Mm-hmm. Right. But um, the tracks that wake you up a little bit are not him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hey, so I want to, what are your guys' opinions on why this one is so big? Uh, this particular because, song? Or no, just like, why is this album this big right at this moment? Well, well uh, think, Taylor Swift yeah. has created just like an entire anthology of like white women essentials. And when yes. I say that, I mean like for for everyone exactly. else to know what white women are all about too. You know what I mean? It's like now... Mm-hmm. It's just, it's kind of like, you know, she's the Beyonce, you know what I mean? It's like, these are... She's defining them. Yeah, you have to listen to this just to understand, like, the rest of the culture now. It's just become that big of a wave. And she was already that for the last couple albums that she put out. Um, Right. Especially the ones she put out during the pandemic. That one went crazy for some people. So how did she survive? There seemed like there was backlash at her and there was like a point where people were going like enough already and you're kind of fake. And then it just Mm. seemed like that all just went away and then she got even I think she just was just like, fuck you. I'm going to write a bunch more songs. (laughs) I think that's kind of. She's like for this one. Equivocally. She's unfuckable with because she writes so much in a way. You're right. Yeah. This one too, I think like the last folklore things felt like a little bit of her being like, Hey, I'm going to put out some folk albums, Mm -hmm. which like you may or may not be into. And then this one felt like, Hey, I'm doing like a proper new album now. Back to what you like. like Also like the build up to this one has been insane with like this fervent fan base picking apart clues and it has Mm. this concept to it. And so they're all yeah. convinced, all the white women <laughs> are yeah. all convinced that like she's about to drop some earth shattering news about herself yeah. with this album. Right. Did you guys see right. um, um, the photo of her standing in front of yeah. like um, <laughs> the like inspirational words that she like wanted yeah. the album to like represent? No. It, it, no. it was so funny. It's crazy shit. <laughs> But it's 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 white white lady QAnon, and they're just all in there looking for yeah. clues. And yeah, and, that, and then it's fun. Is, yeah. Uh, yeah, everything feels a little bit like it's fun for them, but everything feels a little bit like pretending like this hasn't been ever done before. Like this is the first. Yeah actual music yeah. album that's ever come out. Right. And then like... Yeah, like no one's ever been so obsessive. Yeah, like these songs are, are like mean something about her <laughs> life, you know? Listen, but, yeah. I mean, I remember this when I was that. at that like teenage age when uh, yeah. Nelly's Hot in Here came out and I was like, <laughs> right. this is the best song ever written of all time. <laughs> right. I'm glad to be alive right when it happened. I just think, you know, yeah. Yeah. it's yeah, it, that's true. it means you a lot to other people. That. Yeah. 
Yeah, you have the sense that, wow, I happen to be right here at the best time in music history. If Fleetwood Max Rumors came out and I was like a, you know, 16-year-old, I'd be like, it never got better than this. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. 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 I mean, we talked about that on the charts, but Fleetwood Mac in particular, if they were a Mm -hmm. band now for these young kids to pick apart their interpersonal (laughs) things, they would be huge. Like, yeah, for sure. The drama is off the. It's they like don't know if T Swift was in a band with her boyfriend. Yeah, right. With all her boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> with all of them. Yeah, yeah with all of them. Yeah, and like Ben Jack Affleck. Antonoff. Yeah, yeah. J Lo and Ben Affleck were in it. Right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, apparently, like there was a almost like a QAnon theory that she was going to come out on this album, like she was going to be come out as gay. They wish, right? Which <laughs> felt like a yeah. little bit to me. It felt it's, a little bit like weird and outdated. Like, why would that even be? She would have done that way before. As this yeah, thing? I was going to say, yeah. if she had that card to play, she would have played it so much exactly, earlier right? than this. Yeah. Yeah. It, it would almost be like slightly offensive to put it on that big of pedestal, <laughs> like you know, yeah, exactly like for right. t- for T Swift herself. Yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, she's got she's got like a cult thing now. But well, we've, uh, ex- we've exhausted that topic. Let's see who's at number four. <laughs> yeah, well, number four is the exception. Coming in at number oh. four, number four, Sam Smith, Kim Petras with Unholy. Hmm. Aggressive. That what's the original? (laughs) (laughs) That's the original. Oh, we oh we oh. (laughs) Yeah, putting that to like a circus beat (laughs) and the worst lyrics of all time. (laughs) Do you do you guys think of Body Shop on Sunset Strip? Because you know that's the first lyric. Something at the body shop. Just, <laughs> I'm thinking about my car. I'm thinking about when I gotta take it in, get that dent out. Oh, uh, right on. Okay, right. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that song one, that's though, like you were saying, um, she might you know play the gay card, like mm-hmm. you know both of those artists you know are out. Right. I guess you know. I mean, mm-hmm. that's like you know. They made that's that the decision. Reality. They that's, came to that fork in the road. I'm sorry to the, the gay community thing. that they don't have better representation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's A up? They only, they only have one slot. They could, you know, <laughs> all four of the. As a community, they're getting beat by one girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hey, they've given us a lot of great tracks. There'll be plenty more. <laughs> sure. <clears throat> Coming in at number three. They'll take the charts back over soon. Number three. T Swift, Midnight Rain. Whoa. Who was that other guy? I think that was her voice. I think that was still her. 
Yeah. yeah. I liked when she sounded <laughs> drunk. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. I wish the whole sound song was like that. It's like a Radiohead <laughs> yeah. feature or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me some white claws. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, sounded also like, you know, the FBI uh, when they muffle the voice and all yeah. that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> She's a witness She's protection. From- yeah. Um, this All weekend, I, speaking of like Halloween music, uh, I saw Danny Elfman at Hollywood Bowl, and oh, wow. that was an, inc- an incredible show. You got like I, cool. I cannot say enough good things. That it was just crazy. He did all tons did of Oingo Boingo. He took his shirt off. Oh, yeah. He's like a gremlin. He's like a buff gremlin now with a wow. uh, full like of tats. <laughs> and oh, interesting. Uh, uh but it was insane set list insane band it was really really cool and i didn't even realize he he has never really done actual solo shows before like like as a almost like a solo artist doing his whole career yeah i think that one at coachella was like he's just like he the first coachella. time he ever did it or something yeah yeah i truly yeah. had no idea he looked like this <laughs> really yeah. neither did oh, i awesome. well he hasn't looked like this ever before he's just debuted like I, a new new body i, I mean it's year. a lot like carrot top yeah because yeah, when he i think of him started he's... as one thing and then became the buff version of it great mm-hmm. <laughs> Joe Piscopo did it. Carrot Top. Um, yeah, this is such a funny turn. I love it. Timbaland. Yep, it's super funny. But uh, that okay. speaking but of yeah, Pee Wee, by the way, he, he did the Pee Wee yeah. theme at one point. But it was Damn it's right. just so crazy. He even like, which was kind of a banger live, by the way. Just going down, 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 down. You know, like you just kind of want to mosh to that. That's but awesome. uh, <laughs> it's crazy to hear yeah, like him and Mark Mothersbaugh are my gods. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 It's just Such crazy to hear like the music they put the out. La- the last mm-hmm. note of a Boingo song just going straight into like a Spider-Man theme, going straight into yeah, this wow. like super dark, challenging like, ah, Nine Inch Nails cool. style song. And it's like this whole set list moods. makes no sense, but Hell it's insane yeah. that this is just one guy's career, you know. Did he do party at Ground Zero? Uh yes. I think he did do that. Dead Man's Party. He did do Dead Man's cool. Party, yeah. It was amazing. Man. I want right to be part of that. That sounds so He did oh, yeah. Beetlejuice too, didn't he? He did do Beetlejuice, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. It's weird because his style for music or for movies and TV soundtracks is so identifiable. Like, you know, exactly it's Danny Elfman and he uses these like these certain scales and stuff you recognize. But then his own music doesn't Mm. necessarily sound like that. Like he he has a whole Mm. different style for his own stuff. Are you accusing him of using Ghost Riders? You're saying it's not him? Yeah, it's like Shakespeare <laughs> for music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now he's versatile, and that's great. It what a perfect thing to do for Halloween. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, I want to be him, probably. Brody. What, Brody? You said you did some shows. Uh, yeah, I weekend? did shows. Uh, you know, I'm a spooky guy. I'm the goth guy, so I did like four shows this week. I headlined at the Chatterbox on Sunday. That was super oh, nice. fun. That was yeah. Um, it was awesome. Uh, I was dressed like Pee Wee Herman for most of those shows. 
Um, All right. Yeah, it was a good time. Are you going to return the suit now that Halloween has passed? It, it was so... I know I'm going to keep it. I'm going to tailor it. Um, I did keep the tags on for the first show, and then I was just like, nah, I'm going to keep it. it, it it's, nice. it's it's too good of a it's find. It's a part of you it's now. It's like the perfect pattern. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, I still got to get the shoes, though. <laughs> I just wore white chucks. <laughs> That's funny. Speaking of Taylor... Why not? Mm-hmm. Coming in at number oh, yeah. two... Number two, Taylor Swift with uh, Lavender Haze. <laughs> that is just crazy. It's just another way of saying purple haze. I think <laughs> if you listen to the very beginning of the song, I think they're yeah. aping that. Really? All right, I'm going to the Yeah, front. like when it first yeah. starts, it's... Did uh, she name I it Purple Haze? Yeah. That offends I me. Think, <laughs> I think. <laughs> Wait, this is the beginning. <laughs> How is this purple? <laughs> That's you. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got that same. I'm talking about that beat in the beginning. That's how Purple Haze begins. <laughs> Well, I I know that, but that's not oh, what this song haze. is doing. But I'm saying, if you, yeah, if you were Taylor Swift, right, and you right. make these little like gossipy little jams for teen girls, yeah, I could see you listen to Purple Haze, and it just comes out <laughs> that tepid. You know what I mean? <laughs> like on the yeah, way to a Anthony's soft kick house, drum. she heard Purple Haze. I've always said she's right. the Danny Elfman of white women. <laughs> I've always said that. There That's you go. incredible. Yeah. It's like yeah, this the game is, telephone and it just comes out right. like that by the time she's done with it. Yeah. It's like it's like she heard her dad playing Purple Haze from like a couple doors down <laughs> right. in yeah. the house. You just right. hear like a muffled kick drum. Yeah. And then hers comes out. <laughs> Purple Haze. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> Someone should do a mashup. They really should. Yeah, but yeah, that is um, that one's deserving of number two. Like that one's more of a banger than the you know oh, okay. three and five. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, we're coming in at number one. Number one, Taylor Swift, antihero. I think that's the reason the song's number one. <laughs> that line? You got to hear the sexy baby song. Yeah. <laughs> sexy baby song. <laughs> yeah, this is like the therapy song. Like, yeah. It's like a therapy anthem. She's like, like, I'm the problem. I got to look at my problems. It, yeah. It feels Alanis Morissette-ish yeah. in that mm, way. Yeah. It good call. Feels like um, Rilo Kylie if they took Molly. Nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. If she had a million personal problems. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that one's a definite banger. Jumps out at you. That sounds like the hit. Sexy baby for sure. Sexy yeah. baby. We're sexy babies. Let's play that at our bachelorette party. Yeah. It's still very um, calm, you know? It's like yeah. I haven't heard one yet that's like shake yeah. it off or whatever. They're oh, all right. like 110 BPM and stuff. <clears throat> like the yeah, whole album. Yeah, that's calm. <laughs> Crank it up. Calm. What was the one she had with the whips? 
Give it to me now. Like she was, she was riling things up a few albums ago. She's comfortable now. I only know comfortable going to therapy. It's the only song. That's it. Yeah. The horn version too, before she changed it. (laughs) (laughs) You're a purist. Yeah. (laughs) OG T Swift. Love brass and pop. Hell yeah. Well, um, Congrats to her. I mean, she's dominating in a big way. It looks like it's going to be her Christmas. Um, She'll dominate the holiday season. Unless that Backstreet Boys album we played last week really goes on a big upswing. Yeah, that (laughs) that was unbelievable. (laughs) They put out a Christmas album. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Well, right on. And we will be right back with the movie chart. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm H. Michael Cray, and I'm here with my guest, Ayo Bro Bro. Ayo Bro Bro. And B. Momo. Oh, nice. And yeah. B. Momo. Yeah. And, and this is the movie Chocho chart. Movies, they're just like tweets. They release them constantly. Most of them we don't need to see. But when you get a good one, ooh, we movies. Movies. <laughs> We're back. Right on. Uh, well, t- Taylor Swift at all five positions on the movie chart. No? <laughs> yeah. She was. Well, she has done movies. She was in Valentine's Day. Uh-huh. Um, she was in Cats. Mm, um, that's right, yeah. She's been in she seems maybe like more she, than that. I mean, she's directing like her own music videos now for like all of her songs. Okay. Uh, I think a Taylor Swift like directed movie is probably can't be, be in far our behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Was she in a uh, Marvel Girl? No, that was Brie Larson. Oh uh, yeah, that was Brie <laughs> yeah. Larson. <laughs> Wait, was wasn't she, she in like Trolls or something? Like voice uh, acting. Yeah, and, like, maybe a voice and Trolls. Good call. Did some animation <laughs> stuff. Boss Baby 2 right. something. <laughs> Boss Baby. So these are the top five at the box office uh, this last weekend. Coming in at number five. Number five. Halloween ends. But I saw him watching me. You pretend like you moved on, but you're actually just obsessed with death. What are you going to do when Michael comes back for you? Because he is coming. 
But this time, something feels different. Ooh. Michael Myers is back for the last time. For the last time. This is the last one. Yeah. The last one of this this uh, newest era. <laughs> if you follow like the Halloween uh, like sequels and the I've seen the diagrams of how they connect mm-hmm. to each other. It is one of the most bizarre things you've ever seen. Like Halloween uh-huh. two is no longer canon. Halloween three belongs in its own standalone piece. Mm-hmm. Halloween three is one of the most bizarre. What does it mean? Halloween two is no longer canon. Like it's just erased from the story. Or I just, or I, I more mean like they've now done a remake of Halloween one right. a couple times. Yeah. And it's like, so there's, there's multiple timelines, you know? Oh, gotcha. And so like, if you watch this, this one, it's like the first Halloween does still exist, but Halloween mm-hmm. two does not exist. Okay. Oh, so this three starts does not right exist. after Halloween right, one exactly. ends just like Halloween two right. did. Okay. Right. Yeah. So there's only um, two movies in the <laughs> series. <laughs> <laughs> right. So there's nine movies, but only two count. And then, and then yeah. You know, when I it's watch really those movies, I'm just trying to track like, oh, is that that neighborhood right by my house over here? Mm-hmm. And then I go, wait, is that that one down by Santa Monica? Those bushes look familiar. Like when he goes and hides behind the bush. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's all just shot right around here. But uh, there is a purity to the first one, just like the three girls, oh, yeah. kind of unbeknownst. They don't know what's going on, and this it's so pure. Even like sicko. the music and everything is so simple, and mm-hmm. even the even the premise in the filming is just so incredibly simple. Like it, it seems a like it's time. made with like a thousand dollars, but it, it gets you. It was an innocent time. Guy walking around stabbing girls for no reason. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very quaint. <laughs> All right. All right. Coming in, number four. Number four. Smile. Yesterday, a patient in your care died brutally in front of you. I need to find an explanation for what happened. It's smiling at me. <laughs> Sounds like Jack Antonoff in the background. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that Taylor? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine her version of Halloween. Walking yeah. with my friends and following <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah. Scream. That would be good. She should do that. Uh, people um, have been talking about this one. I haven't seen it. I The premise okay. didn't really hook me. It seems, it seems yeah. decent. I saw it. It's decent. It's like a... It kind of like a stock, good modern horror, but it yeah. feels like a template you've seen a few Did times. Did we? Was this one involves a uh, a place or a? Uh, is it something in the valley or something? That's this scary. What's one? What's no, the I one think we're, so. I'm thinking of? You might be thinking of Barbarian, which is in Bulgaria or is filmed in. No, what's the one? Um, Bulgaria. It has fries. Fries by we Burbank say Bulgaria Airport. on this podcast. Oh, oh yeah, Bulgaria. Yeah, <laughs> makes it sound more like Transylvania. Yeah, for like sure. <laughs> Exotic. Sounds like a disease. Um, <laughs> no, there's a uh, nope. Isn't nope take place at a fries in Burbank or something? <laughs> oh, maybe. I still haven't seen that one. Yeah, oh, okay. it's in fries. Yeah, for sure. It's just all in fries. <laughs> yeah, all of it. By the way, I mean, I'm being, I'm being serious though. No, yeah. It, yeah. 
I'm not sure if it's the one in Burbank, but yeah. Yeah, I think it is. It yeah. is. It's got well, the UFO crashed into the front. Speaking mm. of RIPs, RIP Fry's Electronics, especially that one in Burbank. But it's gone now? Oh, yeah. Fry's is, Fry's is all shut down. Yeah. Oh, my um, gosh. Which sucks. That's the, fries the end in, of an era. The Fry's in Palo Alto, California, was one of my like happiest places on earth. What cool. was the theme up there? It was a weird country western theme. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, and it made no sense. And it was one of the wildest places to walk into. Yeah. Just uh, the layout of everything, the um, sheer amount of employees who were just kind of wandering around. Oh, yeah. And from places like, I mean. Trying to figure out what it was. Like from, I'm from the East Coast. I was like, what is this? Like, there'll be like (laughs) movie sets in there, you know? like Oh, yeah. Movie sets. Army Jeep crashed and barrels everywhere. But then We'll never have a place like that again. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But that's like 10 feet away from like electric nose hair clippers and razors. (laughs) Right. And it's like, it's just all so shoved in there. So shoved in. They have everything. I mean, like every little component of any... I remember they were like the first ones to put out like um, displays for like video games like back in the 90s and stuff. Yeah. 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 Make it all cool. With the like broken controllers. Fuck yeah. Yeah, Then you walk down some aisle and it's like 700 like cameras. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then there's like little army men glued just, on. Just out. <laughs> and then there would be like, there would be ab- about 900 feet of impulse buy aisles. Like once you entered the, the aisle to actually buy your stuff, yeah. you're in a whole nother, like three convenience stores oh, yeah. worth Magazines, of stuff to buy. candy. Yeah, yeah. You got all those decisions in you're there. You're winding around like you got a full yeah. DVD it selection. It breaks down your well until you just walk out with things purchased. <laughs> right. Yeah. But they don't let you walk out until someone checks your receipt. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. Another they got to check that receipt. They, I got this... I don't know if you could see it. No. Is that a boombox? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Got that at Fry's, baby. Nice. Oh, nice. Just, you know when they would like, you're walking down that big aisle where there's actually some space, but then they <laughs> yeah. take like 200 of those radios in boxes and just yeah. stick them all together just, like an island. It's a mountain of them. I pulled that off there. It winds up being the greatest boombox ever. It's got nice. the best oh, nice. buttons on it. I have three three copies of it. Yeah, nice. they'll offer you that boombox as if it was a pack of gum. Like something yeah. you might just want last yeah, minute. Yeah, grab on the way out. Box yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Um, but, um, and then yeah, they have the forbidden the porno DVDs section. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we're I didn't know leave that. you hanging on that one. Yeah, we both leave you hanging. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's oh, yeah. You you're got. like, oh, weird. Yeah. I never <laughs> saw that. <laughs> Imagine going to fries for porno. Like, it's yeah. like. Everything else, like <laughs> <laughs> everything else in the world, is yeah. You you walk, you walk in there, and then you just walk to the register with one one DVD, yeah. <laughs> one porno You're behind a family. Like, <laughs> yeah, go go to Odyssey Video or something where everyone there is a perv. Like, don't right. go to fries, <laughs> fries where you'll stick out. You're giving them your and phone number your for receipt. your membership and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you've got yeah, reward points. I see. <laughs> right on. I will. Would you say also the, like uh, a, cho- a chocolate diet coke. <laughs> <laughs> they sell those weird flavors up the front. Yeah, exactly. The the um, sincere nostalgia I have for like finding video games in fries is something 
I feel like people don't, won't have anymore. And it makes me sad. Like the, mm-hmm. the kind of weird uh, lottery system of walking in there and just seeing like the weirdest selection of PC games or whatever. Totally. Right. It's something you've never thought of before that just looks cool and, and right. you know, getting it. It's like, you get sold by the box. Yeah. It's probably for the best. Kids have so many distractions these days. We need to limit the things that they want to buy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. Coming in at number three. Number three. Pray for the devil. These sessions are mandatory for all staff, Sister Anne. My mother struggled with depression. Annie. Annie, honey, can I come in? I haven't heard much about this one. I know. This is my first time hearing about it. I think I saw one trailer. Pray for the devil. Pray for the devil. P-R-E-Y. Oh. You are are pray for the devil. Very different movie. In response to a global rise in demonic possessions, the Catholic Church reopens exorcism schools to train priests in the rite of exorcism. Nice. Whoa. This is just like, you know, another exorcist but yeah, but I'll that sounds cool. <laughs> always cool. Always good fodder. There's always someone who doesn't believe it, and they're always wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> it really is the devil in there. Yeah. I feel like they should they should make a um like the modern, like progressive version of this would be where the whole Catholic church, like the real history of exorcisms is very likely that they're mm. just tormenting these poor kids with like yeah, of course. cognitive problems. You know, yeah, some of them die like, in the exorcism. Exactly. Yeah. And you're like, and all the premise of all these movies is that that's totally valid and mm. totally real. And the Catholic church yeah. is trying to do the right thing. Right. Yeah. That'd be a, I don't think that would sell as many tickets though. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> uh, I'm getting my elevator pitch is just, uh, died. Okay. So we torture handicapped people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm saying like the, you know, the role reversal, the villain of the story. Yeah. <laughs> are these old, uh, priests. Right on. I mean, why not? I mean, they have, they do have Christian movies at the cinema. There might as well be some like straight up satanic stuff. Yeah, that yeah. Them. All right, coming in at number two. Number two, Ticket to Paradise, Clooney Roberts. The rom com movie is back. I'm sorry. I think your things are in my seat. Oh, sorry. Oh, come on. You've got to be kidding me. Excuse me, ma'am. I need to sit somewhere else. We used to be married. Worst 19 years of my life. We were Mama told me life. not to come. This is the scariest movie so far. Yeah, really. Yeah, seriously. Sit next to your ex-wife on a plane. Jeez Louise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know what this is about. I don't, I don't even care. It's Clooney. It's Roberts. Even just hearing them in my ears. Like my... Like yeah. my like butter sliding down my ears. <laughs> Are you right. soothed by this? I gotta, I gotta have the chemistry. I mean, were they? You, you loved them in Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, sure did. And were Ocean's couple, Twelve. And Twelve. Were they together in another movie? It, I think so. Maybe. I think so. Intolerable cruelty. No, that's uh, Zeta Jones. Mm. 
Maybe um, maybe we'll see more of this. Yeah. Maybe as they age together, they'll continue to meet cute at different, <laughs> you know, 75, 80, right. 85. Why not? Just, I, just I wonder like if there's Keaton any like... Nicholson got together. Those were right. some geriatric sparks as well. Geriatric sparks. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good band name. Yeah. Should, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I feel like, yeah, speaking of bands, it reminds me of those old, like, um, revival tours, you know, where all these bands that used to kind of compete together. or be, yeah, yeah. they're all on the same bill. Same suddenly. tour, yeah. Right. It's like, I like wonder if, if there's any... if it was any... 40 years ago, it'd be the most incredible concert ever held. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But now it's like, and it's like the one guy and then, like, so some of his good. nephews. Yeah, like, some guys in the band are, like, 25. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hired guns. Yeah. I saw Herman's Hermits like that, like at some point in the nineties. Wow. And even at that time I was like laughing. I was like pretty young and I, I liked their music a lot, but like it was Peter Noon, you know, of course. But then I remember laughing because the bassist had this like purple bass and this long, beautiful, like brown hair. Mm. And it was yeah, just so clearly guy. like this young hired gun. Can I tell was, you like, what's incredible about that? One of yeah. my first guitar teachers when I was a kid, he had to leave because he was going off to be in Herman's Hermits. No way. Nice. Yes. What if that was him? It might have been him or they might <laughs> just be the perfect poster child band for just always having. <laughs> I always want to be one of those guys. I like imagine myself <laughs> as like a substitute rock star. One of these. What band, totally. would you, what band would you be? Um, probably like Interpol or something like that. Oh, damn. Uh, that's Black cool. Party, something like that. The new guy. Yeah, Actually, I want to be the basis for the yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I want to do. <laughs> oh, damn. There's going to be an aughts package tour that I bet you could get involved in. Oh, of course. Already. You'll, you'll you be at it. the um, Universal Amphitheater, Interpol. Um, You'd have a good. You have a look on stage with the bass yeah, in your hands. I exactly. Could see I could be Carlos yeah. D. People would finally be like, "Oh, this guy's pretty good, actually." Carlos B. <laughs> <laughs> right on, Carlos B. <laughs> no drop off, man. You know what was weird about the um, only the, the drop B. Uh, am I right? Right. <laughs> it was weird about the Danny Elfman band was um uh what's his name? Wes Borland is one of the guitarists in Come on from Limp Biscuit. Are you being serious? <laughs> oh yeah, totally serious. Wow. That's awesome. But the the but the weird thing is he was the most normal guy on stage. Yeah. Like uh, he no, he wasn't he doing any of his Limp Biscuit costume work, weird oh, eyes. Okay. Spastically dancing around. He's given us a wonder why. <laughs> he was in like a button up. He was like West Borland, like hired gun. Do you think status. Elfman, now that Elfman's beefed up, he's like, don't pull any shit or I'll just yeah. walk over. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's done so much yeah, for <laughs> <laughs> He's like, this is Danny Elfman music. Nothing weird. We yeah. didn't get I ain't dressed over weird. here, dressed as a gym teacher or whatever he's <laughs> right. saying now. Um, Interesting. But then, uh, yeah, it's just funny. Like this guy, it's like having bucket head up there, but no bucket. Yeah. <laughs> uh, button up shirt. What if, what if I told you at the height of Limp Biscuit that that guy's next band was going to be Oingo Boingo? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would have been like, yeah, that tracks, I think. Yeah, it's not that far off. Yeah. Oingo Borland. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Coming one? in. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Coming in at number one. Number one. Black Adam. 
My son sacrificed his life to save me. These powers. These powers. A gift, but a curse. Born out of rage. Wow. Um, any interest in this one, um, fellas? No. Uh, I'm surprised it's number one. I mean, I'm not super surprised. I mean, congratulations yeah. for The Rock. I know there was a lot writing on this for mm -hmm. him and for DC. Um, but yeah, don't. I'm so, I'm 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 tired of superhero movies enough at this point where it's like you really gotta have a hook for me. Um, yeah, you gotta be. It's gotta yeah. look like something different. Yeah, give me Scorpion King too. That's 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 all I want from Ooh. The Rock right now. <laughs> With Brendan Fraser he, though. Didn't yeah. he do Scorpion King too? Um, I get no. Or I was think there just one? It was just, just spinoff called Scorpion King. I think. Maybe Scorpion oh, okay. King 2 doesn't count anymore. It's like Halloween. Right. Or The Rock yeah. wasn't in it. They did <laughs> right. it, but The Rock wasn't in it. So this new one will have The Rock. <laughs> you cannot have The Rock in it. <laughs> <laughs> so Black Adam has 40% on the tomato meter. Wow. That's and 90% on the audience score. That's what you like to see. So, you know. Yeah. I don't it's know all about, about the audience score, honestly. You if, think so? I think I feel like when the tomato meter is that low, it like becomes a better movie again when you know the audience score is ninety percent. You know, mm, right? There's like a okay. weird parabola, a parabola, whatever you guys pronounce <laughs> it on on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, this podcast parabola, parabola, parabola. Yeah, there you go. Sounds like a meme. Um, a, Bulgar a Bulgarian parola. <laughs> yeah. Holy <laughs> Christ. Well, I'm hungry. What a wild country. <laughs> <laughs> Hungary. <laughs> uh, well, what a full slate. Uh, what a variety of movies. And made by different people, not just uh, the same wow. person. So how about that? <laughs> how about that? <laughs> um, I'm excited to see what we're going to select when we come back with the Hot Picks. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep. The application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs. Just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. The Hot Picks. The Hot Picks. The third chart is the Hot Picks and the countdown's about to start. Let's see who bought a Hot Pick and let's see who did not. The Hot Picks. The Hot Picks. 
These are the hot picks. We'll see if we did better than Spotify, was it? Yeah, better than T-Swift. See if we did better than T-Swift. Yeah. Also, oh, sorry. Oh, go for it. Uh, Just remember to check out Tulsa King (laughs) on Paramount Plus. (laughs) Why did I turn that over to you? (laughs) Your ad goes here. Your ad goes here. That one stars Sly Stallone as a uh, mobster in witness protection. Oh, okay. Um, I think I gleaned that. I didn't. I'm not sure. Uh, here we go. Coming in at number five. Number five. This is Howard's first pick. This is Shania Twain with uh, a tragic title: "Last Day of Summer." <laughs> Summer and Ooh. first kiss on my lover's mind. <laughs> nice. There you go. I'll tell you, uh, I'm not sure where she's coming from on that, but one of the reasons I picked it <laughs> is because on the uh, first Have a Summer album I did, 2012, the last track is called Last Day, last of, day summer. of Summer. And so we come to summer's end, the hounds of autumn. Like it's it's more of you know it's more on point about what the last day of summer is, mm-hmm. right? So she pronounced it right. She did. She did do that. So, it sounds that like great. she was shouting you out to me. Well, she <laughs> rhymed yeah, it with so. lover. So yeah. So yeah. right on. So she gets points for that. Or wait, you're <laughs> saying she didn't? Yeah, I'm she saying I don't know. There's a debate there. How did she mm. say lover? Did she say lover? Or Good did point. she say lover? Yeah, I but guess it was lover. Did she mention gum at any point in the song? There you go. Mm. There you go. You better She's have not giving your, rules. You better have all your summer gum chewed by the last day of summer. Right. You <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> but um, hey, I like that she hasn't put out a song in a long time. She finally does, and she gets the topic. She nails it. We need did- more songs like that. Oh wow. I mean, did you think her voice sounded a little weird there? There's something yeah, like computerized. Yeah, she lost the power. I think um, she does. She just got a. She's you know, she's a few prescriptions down the line. <laughs> Listen, you get old, you get up, you get it out. You know, you got to shit. Right. There. Yeah. Yes. There you go. Is she still with Mutt Lang? I'm not sure about that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, maybe so. Maybe, Maybe they've so. retired together up there in Canada. <laughs> All right. Well, coming in at number four. Number four. This is a change of pace from that one. This is my pick. This is Dead Cross with Love Without Love. This is Mike Patton's like thrash project. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm interested to see what the mosh pit looks like for that part. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's always interesting. He puts out a lot of albums. Mm-hmm. He does, yeah. Not as many these days as he did uh, at one point. But uh, Dead Cross has Dave Lombardo from Slayer on drums. Oh, okay. Um, somewhat of a super group there. Yeah, for sure. Always solid stuff. Always sneaks up on you. I never know it's him. Um, but Oh, yeah. He's a chameleon. Um, he can do anything with his voice, and he always does something unexpected in every song. Usually pretty challenging, though. <laughs> like, not for everybody. Hmm. But uh, cool. he's, he's, he's crazy. He's pushing boundaries still. Yeah. A wild man. They had a great drummer, the Faith No More, that guy with the dreads. Oh, yeah. Mike Borland, or uh, Boarding, yeah. With, hmm. the, okay. with the long dreads. Huge snare flams. Oh, right. Like, that's his big thing. Yeah. It just, like, just pounds those drums. Um, Coming in at number three. Number three. Brody's pick. This is CCFX, the one to wait. Twisted, twisted Robert Smith. Cool. <laughs> That's some good it's Halloween like, stuff too. Cool. Yeah, spooky. It's kind of yeah. like shoegazy, but poppy, but also like yeah, it's actually got a beat. Happy, upbeat. Yeah, it's on in my yeah. car all the time. It's right cool, on, yeah. like That's good driving music. Kind of mm-hmm. sparse. Yeah, like it's kind of like a long intro that is like re- rewarding. <laughs> totally. Right. Nice slow build. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, the vocals, whispery. Love. I, I wish I could just whisper talk all the time. <laughs> <laughs> How cool would that be? Doing stand up while whispering. <laughs> whisper talk. Yeah, whisper set. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of moaning your stand up, <laughs> yeah, to the opposite <laughs> of Godfrey, <laughs> right? right. <laughs> All right, coming in at what is it, number two? Number uh, two. Um, this is my second pick. This is Young Fathers with I Saw. All right, uh, this is really cool. I want your shield. Justice, holier than thou. Sunset gremlin with a snap. 
It almost reminds me of uh, what's your call? You know, like the kind of stuff that's coming out of England, and uh, you know, mm-hmm. it's like sounds like old uh, man. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah, I know like you're threatening talking about. you, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely has some of that in there, but it's it's got its own thing too. Yeah. Like, that's cool. I've been waiting f- for them to come out with more stuff. Is that yeah. uh, is that Damien or whatever from Gorillas singing in it? Kind of sounds like. Uh, oh, that chorus. Yeah, it does sound a little bit like him. Sounds like a Gorilla song. Um, that part. Yeah, they're from Scotland. Scotland, huh. Edinburgh. Love Scotland. Yeah, that's that's very cool. It's almost like there's a lot of like. I don't know what you call monologue kind of music coming out, like with guys just kind of like doing like, you know, yeah. sounds like monologues over music. Mm. But the, the, like the, the front men of these kind of bands, and I don't know if they belong in the same category, but like, um, especially coming out of the UK, it's like, they sound like tough and gritty again. And yeah. Cockney in compelling guys way. Up down at the docks kind of guy. Yeah. It's, it's like cool to hear that. Yeah. Like sound like know. they're recording into a tape recorder or something. I like right. That. Yeah. Very. And they sound like they got like an authentic, you know, attitude to them. Well, I was I was drunk in uh, Amsterdam, and uh, yeah, I was in the back of a bus, and I I remember I couldn't really move, and then these like tough British guys there, like you know, just uh, off on a weekend, yeah, came in, and I was just remember thinking like, if these guys decide to beat the living shit out of me, there's nothing I can do <laughs> yeah. about it right now. Oh man, that reminds me actually. Those guys, uh, hey, what's going on over here? What's going on? Bang on. <laughs> yeah, that's some of the scariest kind of. So this bloke had too much into. bangers and mash or whatever. <laughs> yeah. What's he doing? Oh, he's American, is he? Oh, uh, let's just clean saw, his chimney, uh, ain't we? <laughs> I just saw the movie Eden. English people. Have you seen Eden Lake, that movie? Brody, Eden have you Lake. seen it? Uh uh-uh. uh. Eden. Eden Lake. Sounds like, like, a po- like a puzzle video game. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, it's a, like a it, it's a horror movie and the villains I realized I realized maybe the the biggest villains you can have or the scariest kind of like antagonists you can have are teenage boys who are kind of just like like what you're talking about, like mm-hmm. British boys, Cockney English teenage boys, any age, who are just sociopathic. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But, uh, oh, but like, what's that one? The Butcher Boy. Do you ever see that one? Yeah. It's no, a, but I have seen just fucked uh, up twelve year old kid over there that was yeah. just like he was just had behavioral problems. He'd like right. just kill you. That's the scariest villain oh, you can possibly that. have. Yeah, because yeah. you just can't get through to them at all. Yeah. Yep. And it's like, but that's what the, that's what it's like a gang of boys in the forest that are kind of like exactly what you're describing yeah. in English. Right. It's because they didn't uh, grow up with uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Got to have a healthy outlet yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. for stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's kind of like funny. would have been a good influence on them. Exactly. It's kind of like funny games. Funny games is similar where it's like these two. It sounds like Lord of the Flies a little bit, too. I think those were English kids. That's what happens in a society where you only have the UK office, you know? It's too too dark. (laughs) Yeah. Well, if you want a scary movie that just makes you feel bad by the end, that's a good one. Okay, cool. (laughs) It's like, it's, it's dark and fucked up, and it's like, you just... If you like that kind of thing, if you like funny games, check it out. Cool. Same with um, you cats. won't feel good. Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah you won't feel good about that either. That'll scare you. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right, coming in at number one. Number one. This is a cold pick from Howard. This is Charlie D'Amelio with If You Ask Me To. Saw you at the party, but you wouldn't say a single thing. Yeah, it's one of these. Uh, yep. Yeah, Twee girl. Yeah, this this is that chord where it's just like, oh, you know, I'm going to sing loud real yeah. soon. Sounds exactly yeah. like Rodrigo. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hold back my emotions until I don't. Yeah. So I'll leave your text unread and hope you're overthinking everything. Lots of Gen Z references. Saw me by myself, you said hello and Anyway, so it's it's one of those tepid, you know, yeah. overwrought tunes. But you know, she's the girl. She's the girl who dances on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Oh, the girl who okay. just blew oh, up. She's the main one. But yeah, oh yeah, her dad bought her her fame, the, basically. Yeah, yeah. And I then forgot her about sister her. Sister got big. So a lot gotcha. of you know, we've seen it with Bad Baby. She became yeah. a musical artist, and then. Um, who was Ugh. the? There was another one who did it, but now, uh, yeah, she's getting yeah. in on our the culture. Act too. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you get the fame before low. you get the idea that I'm going to be a musical artist. <laughs> right? I mean, it's just it, it would never made sense. Years you get the ago. fame before the hobby. Yeah. Well, whoever before wrote that even song, think I could be a singer. You get famous first. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I mean so that sounds literally exactly like driver's license. Olivia Rodrigo. Is yeah. The, mm. She's just trying yeah. to do the exact same song. Yeah. There's a rash of it. Um, you know, like after Nirvana came out. A rash? Yeah. <laughs> after Nirvana, <laughs> there was that rash of Bush and all those yeah. bands that mm-hmm. weren't as good. Right. And exactly. uh, it's really going on now with these like tweet, like like Billie Eilish. I mean, yeah. just from going to iTunes, like there's just like 10 albums a week mm-hmm. where it's a girl who's like... Saying fuck you to True. somebody, yeah, or, you know, and it's, doing I it mean, with to be, that voice, too. Yeah, yeah. To be top ten in any or top one hundred in any music category, you've already sold out way before then. Anyway, it's like it's right. it's the labels who make people famous, really. Um, mm. Yeah. Anyway, the at least team. it sounds. At least it's a good song to listen to. I guess. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> who cares? I like the Olivia Rodrigo, good. but. Uh, <laughs> I have noticed that that tone of voice, mm-hmm. you know, that we always go through these eras where like yeah, the vocal, vocal like, fry was a big thing for so yeah, long, uh, but yeah, that's changed so now. Yeah, that's, now. It's I, not, that is not popular anymore. I'm noticing no, this sort of very whisper, rounded, soft like voice. I, whisper on, and like yeah. pull it back mm-hmm. before. Like, yeah, exactly. That's what like, I hear in these Taylor Swift songs. Voice. Her voice is just too p- pure for me, <laughs> personally. Yeah. I need a rasp. I need something. Right. Yeah, there I need go. a Cockney dock worker just spitting yeah. something at me. Honestly, yeah. Spit, spitting in my face and drunk. <laughs> it's someone who's made some fucked up life decisions, you know? Not <laughs> yeah. Taylor, who's been perfect all the way through. Yeah. Yeah, there's a very particular voice, and it's very... Round, I want to say, and it's yes. soft, mm-hmm. and uh, it's pleasant to listen to. Like, yeah. I guess I would prefer it to the vocal fry thing, yeah. but it's definitely a trend, a hot trend right now. It's a vocal fry, yeah, it basically sounds fly. like my voice, rounded, very, very light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what I'm noticing do- about vocal fry? That's like uh-huh. when dudes on like 
dating shows need to like apologize or seem like they like uh-huh. you know feel like they fucked up with a girl uh-huh. and, uh, they just go they always say 100% 100%. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. I'm, they say that. I've made mistakes in the past, the day, but just about us 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I mean, all I can do is say I'm sorry and try to be better. I think he was on, telling uh, the truth. I think he's really changed. <laughs> yeah, he's showing, he showed growth. Josh has been showing a lot of maturity this season, and I think I'm yeah. ready to give him a second chance. <laughs> Welcome to paradise. <laughs> yes. 100%. Next, next we time on Welcome to Paradise. <laughs> paradise. <laughs> Welcome it's really funny in the the late. Are any of you guys watching Bachelor in Paradise? Because I am. No, I have been watching those, that one. Those are all like full of joke that. to me. Oh man, what's that? It's like? really funny. Um, what's your um, brain like? What's it done to you? It's pretty entertaining. Okay. Yeah, but uh, Wait, I like so, it so, more so than Bachelor section, Prime. Porn section of fries and Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, man, that's where you'll, that's where you'll find <laughs> the DVDs of that. You want the. <laughs> put the magnifying glass on that that side of the equation. Those are the, the two things I knew about the guy. I feel like they'd have signing events for both of those things at Fry's Electronics. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. In-store performance. But yes. it's funny this season though they pull a couple newcomers on the uh-huh. beach. You know they'll like always mix it up and throw in some newcomers that they mix the legends cause all this stuff? drama. But you know they'll pull people from past seasons. But this season they'll pull a couple from the Australian version. Oh wow! Uh, and it's really funny seeing That's them like up. come in, and it really seems uh. like weird like Shelbyville people. You know, like coming in, <laughs> like like. Oi. They just seem from this other world, and they're not uh, accepted. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, they just speak like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, boy, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, Wait, good pick. Can, can I just say that <laughs> in the Australian fries, there's there's two sections, and they're both yeah. oral. <laughs> Are you looking for material? Fries. I'm going to take an Uber order for the best Australian accent I've ever heard. The best. Shout out to our friends down under. Have a summer. Yeah, Paul Gallo. Yeah. And hey, Brody, so fun to have you on. People can, of course, follow you on Instagram and social at A Bro Bro, A Y E Bro Bro. Mm-hmm. B-R-O, B-R-O, and, that's right And you know, I'm doing shows all the time Come check me out, I drop videos every once in a while Stuff Right on, check them out live How about you start? Yeah, check out um, Play It By Year on Dropout TV Check out Comedy Bang Bang World Sign up And right uh, yeah, and go to com. Support us, pick a tier uh, Check it out Tell your friends Charted every week there you go. Grab all the preem streams back there. And I mean, we talked last week on Two Charted about cringe cunch, like cringy oh, yeah. country music. Oh, that was so good. A lot about that. That was fun. There's that, that cool ranch. In there. <laughs> that cool ranch. Is that a real song? Uh, no. Well, maybe. It's just a honestly, flavor. Yeah. It needs to be. Yeah. 
That's a on, great way uh, to describe that music, though. Cool yeah. Rants. Cool Rants. On, on Two Charted, a chartist wrote to us and said, we missed a song. We, meant, we always talk about this cringe country. We missed a prime selection that he shared with us. And... Uh, Oh boy, it was amazing. It's called Dick Down in Dallas. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, Dick Down in Dallas. Check that out. Yeah. Um, that's some bro country for you for sure. Yeah. Also, check out com slash shop. Pick up on Austin Stories DVD. Check out Grift Horse and Drop Day Duel. And we will see you right here next week on Who Charted. Charted.